Okay, Anabolic Academy, my favorite part of the show. So if this is the first time you're tuning into Anabolic Academy, what happens here on my channel, Serious and Cylinders Bodybuilding, please like, share, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you don't miss any great content that I'm bringing you. John Livia is bringing you the best bodybuilding content on YouTube. Anyway, if this is the first time of for you tuning into Anabolic Academy. The concept in this is pretty simple. What you do is you email me, John underscore Olivia at Yahoo, or my other email, Uncle John1201 at Gmail. Hit me up on Instagram, Serious and Silliness. Facebook, John Livia. TikTok, John Livia. That's J-O-H-N-L-I-V as in Victor I-A. Send me some bodybuilding questions, some fitness questions, and then I answer them because I'm very, very smart. Anyway, whatever. And this is my favorite part because I get to interact with people and I get to answer questions and it makes me feel like I know what the hell I'm talking about. So let's just jump right in, okay? So first question, email from Tom Fenimore. What do I think of Sam Sulik's diet? Sam Sulik is really becoming popular. I mean, he, this guy is like breaking the internet. Yeah, I mean, good for him, you know? Don't get me wrong. He's a young guy. He's doing his thing. He's making money. Hope he doesn't do anything stupid, like get several girls pregnant or anything like that. But um, I didn't know. I don't know what Sam Sulik's diet is. So I actually, before I started, I queued up a clip of Instagram on Instagram describing what his diet is like. So why don't we just jump right in and we will take a look. Share. Here we go. This 21-year-old bodybuilder is infamous for his bad diet. Meet Sam Sulek, and here is his bulking diet. He eats four to five meals during his bulking, and he starts his day with a 1,000-calorie chocolate milkshake. It takes bro one hour to finish that gallon. After that, he eats cereal with milk, but bro eats five servings at once with lots of milk. He forgets to note how much milk he has added. This meal also works as his pre-workout meal. Only these two meals combine over 400 grams of carbohydrates and over 130 grams of fat. Then, after the workout, he eats two hamburgers with double cheese, salad, and a large drink. This meal is rich in protein, fats, and carbohydrates at the same time making it a perfect bulking post-workout meal. The last and final meal he takes is four big donuts with four cups of milk. Throughout the day, he takes various supplements like multivitamins, fish oil, BCAA, pre-workout, and post-workout isolate whey protein as well. What do you think? Is this a good or bad way of eating? Let us know in the comments. I almost don't believe it. I, 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 uh, I almost don't believe that that's his diet. So you mean to tell me the only protein he takes in is the cheeseburgers afterwards? And the way isolate after a workout is everything else is milk protein and shitty carbohydrates. Why would you, why would you drink a gallon of chocolate milk? Why is this kid so popular? Why why is this kid so popular? I mean, this has got to be a reflection on our generation that this is one kid on planet Earth that pretty much could eat whatever he wants, and he looks this good, and people flock to him. Man, I mean, I mean, when I was a kid. We love the guys that like put the time and work into their craft, not the freaks of me. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I almost don't believe that that's his diet. If that is his diet, please don't don't listen to anything he says. If that's his diet, I almost want to give him the benefit of the doubt. Why would you have so much milk? Why would you have cereal and donuts? Four to five meals a day. That's not really. That's not bulking. There are guys that eat eight to 10 meals a day. All right. I, I, I'm like dumbfounded. I did not think that this kid ate trash like this. All right. You know what? 
if anybody knows, okay, I don't want to, I don't want to shit on this kid. Okay. It's, this might be just an Instagram post shitting on this kid. If anybody knows comment, let me know if that's, if that's real. Cause if that's okay, if it's real, don't, don't stop, stop, just stop following him. Just stop. Just it's, it's trash. Don't listen to anything this kid says. Okay. If that's real, then he is a freak of nature. He is 1% of the 1% and he could do whatever he wants. And then he's going to grow and look like a bodybuilder. That is not 99.99999% of us. Okay. That's just not the way it works. If that's not real, somebody send me a link or something showing me that it's not real something or just put it in the comment section. Cause that's almost, I almost feel like that's, that's a lie that somebody's spreading propaganda because there's no way in the world that somebody told him in order to get big, you got to drink a gallon of chocolate milk in the morning. There's no way in the world somebody told him that. All right, all right, all right let's get to the Instagram questions because that just blew me. Of course, my man, Fran is the man, sends me all kinds of great questions on Instagram. First question from Fran is the man. In your opinion, what's the most hardcore gym chain? I know that um, Metroflex out of Texas is now franchised and you could actually open one up in any part of the country. Those of you who don't know, Metroflex is owned by um, Brian Dobson. He was the guy who pretty much discovered Ronnie Coleman. And then after Ronnie Coleman, great bodybuilders like Branch Warren and Johnny Jackson trained there and a number of others. And Brian, uh, Brian Dobson actually became extremely wealthy and famous because he trained the great uh, Ronnie Coleman at Metroflex. If you ever watch old Ronnie Coleman clips, uh, Brian Dobson is the um, white guy that's always with him, you know, always spotting him and so on and so forth. So I would have to say them, right? Um, I've looked into it. Not that I have. I'm going to be able to open up. Jim, anytime soon, maybe when I retire, but not anytime soon, but it would be something that is, is worth looking into. But yeah, I would have to say them. All right. So next question from Fran is the man. How much muscle did you gain on your first cycle? Okay. My first cycle, I remember like it was yesterday. Okay. My first cycle was 19, I want to say 1997. And it was Deca, Bulls. And I didn't even do it right. I had no clue what I was doing. I had no guidance. The only thing I had was that book, Anabolic Reference Guide, that everybody was passing around the gym. I didn't ask anybody because I was embarrassed um, to what to do and so on and so forth. So I remember I would think I was using like 500 milligrams of tests. I don't even remember how much DECA. I don't even remember how much uh, D-Bowls. I wasn't eating right. I probably wasn't training till failure. I was, you know, this is when I was still learning. I was in my early 20s. So I remember I gained 13 pounds in like six weeks. If I would have did it right and ate right and trained harder, I probably would have gained a lot more muscle. But And then I remember I didn't come off right with PCTs. I used no PCTs. And I remember my testosterone level went down to nothing and I lost everything. It was just a disaster. I had no clue what I was doing. That's why, you know, today it is a lot more open talking about um, steroid cycles and so on and so forth, which is kind of good, right? Because... You could talk about it without embarrassing yourself. I remember the guys in the gym, you know, if you talked about it, they would walk away from you. Like they didn't want to talk about it. Or you would talk about it in secret, you know. It wasn't like now where it's out in the open on social media and you could learn and so on. Like I said, all I had was this this anabolic reference guide. So my first cycle, I did not do 
<clears throat> I did not do right at all. It was just a disaster. But I do remember six weeks, 13 pounds. That's what I do remember. Next question, Fran is the man, because he is the man, because he sends me questions every week. Every gym has a gym weirdo. Describe the weirdest you want to see. Okay. I think I broke this down once before, actually. Every gym has one, the smelly guy. There's always the guy on the treadmill who stinks. You could tell his clothes are dirty and they've never been washed. Every gym has every gym guy, every gym has the uh shadow boxer. The guy was just throwing punches for some reason in the gym. I don't know why. And every gym has the mentally disabled guy, whether he's autistic or just on the on the on the spectrum. And you know, you know right away because he just likes to talk. And you know, he's a little odd, he's a little weird. Every gym has one. Every gym. And it's not, I'm not making fun of the guy. It's just every gym's got one. That's and you know who he is right away. Right, right, right away. Um who else? What other types of people are in the gym? You got the smelly guy. You got the shadow boxer. You got the mentally handicapped guy. Who else? What else? I know there was more than that. I can't. I can't put my can't put my finger on this. Oh, you got the creep, which I can't stand. Those guys. <clears throat> Not so much in like the hardcore gyms, but like if you go to like a corporate gym, right? You got the creep that's just there, like just scoping out the girls. Right? And there was always one of them. You know, and back in the day, they would be checked real hard. But now nobody wants to get involved, you know, so they, they were always creeping on, creeping on some young girl, you know, and that that irks the shit out of me because that's like, oh, so just picturing my niece. Like if you if you if not, my niece went to this gym and I saw you creeping on a <laughs> I'd be in jail, put it that way. Those would be those would be the, the weirdest, uh, probably the weirdest type of people. And don't get then there are people that have no idea what they're doing. It's just terrible form. They have no clue. They just live. They might as well just throw the weights up in the air because they have no idea what's going on. They have no clue how to work out. It's just insane. But all right, if you hit the lottery, would you buy MD and have it running again? No, because the muscular development name is a disaster. If I hit the lottery, honestly, what I would do, I'd buy property. That'd be the first thing. I would buy. I would buy property. Um, I buy real estate and I would collect uh, some nice rent, maybe some uh, buildings in New York City or Brooklyn or some uh, rising neighborhood in New Jersey. You know, that's probably what I would do. But I certainly wouldn't invest in a muscular. I would I would I would invest in my own podcast. I'd probably, you know, I'd probably buy a building where I could have a section of it. With me, that's just my studio. That's probably what I would do, and I'd rent out the the rest of it, like you know, maybe a three family or something. And one would be a studio apartment where I would just use as my studio, and then the other two I would rent. That's probably what I would do if I hit the lottery. But no, muscular development is is it's dead, it's done, it's over. I would not even try to revive that name. It forget it. Next question and last question. Sorry to say. Who would you rather get a compliment on your physique? Chick, uh, I think you're talking about Bob Ciccarelli or Steve Weinberger. Well, I mean, if either one of them complimented my physique, that's pretty impressive. I mean, they've been around a long time, but obviously Steve is the authority. He's the head judge of most major bodybuilding shows, including the Olympia. So if if I ever met Steve, I've met Steve before, but, you know, I, not, you know, not like he knows me or anything. He don't know me. And he would say, hey, Man, you got a great physique. You should think about competing. First of all, do you know what it would take for him to say something like that? I don't know if you guys ever met the man, 
but he is an old school New York guy. It's not going to give compliments very easy. As a matter of fact, he he tends to shit on bodybuilders and good bodybuilders. He tends to, you come to his gym, Bev Francis uh, Sayaset. I think it's Bev Francis Powerhouse in Sayaset. And uh, you go there and you take off your clothes and he goes, okay, well, you, and we're talking like top, top guys. Like you need more of this and you need more of that and you need more of this. And let me show you how you put it. He, he, he picks out your flaws. And if you are a sensitive guy, or person, forget it. You're going to leave crying. But what you have to do is take it into consideration because he is the best, probably one of the best judges in the world. I mean, the guy has been around a very long time. Anytime he judges a show, nine times out of 10, I agree with it. Nine times out of 10, other experts agree with it. So I would definitely, um, if he had ever complimented me, I would. it would be like an honor. Uh, Bob Ciccarelli, I don't know. I don't know. Look, I, I hear, look, I don't know these guys. Every time I know somebody that knows Steve Weinberg, it's always the same. Old school, New York guy, going to tell you like it is. Uh, he doesn't pull punches. Everybody has the same explanation of his personality. Everybody, it, it, his personality is pretty much, you know, written in stone. Okay. That's what you're going to get. Bob Chick, he, it's kind of like, he, he, it's kind of like some guys like him and some guys hate him. You know, I know for a long time, Dave Palumbo did not like him. And then there are guys that absolutely really get along well with him. So I don't know. I don't know which one is true, which one is not. But uh, but there you have it. That is Anabolic Academy. And I hope you enjoy Anabolic Academy as much as I do, because I enjoy it very much. Thank you, Fran is the man, for sending me the questions. Thank you, Tom Fenimore, for sending me that crazy Sam Sulik. Wow, that one, that one really blew me for a loop. But like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell so you don't miss any content. And there will be much more content coming. I'm going to be doing more shorts. I'm going to be doing more workout videos in the gym and probably doing some more tutorials. And then once the season starts, can't wait. And of course, Muscle Talk with Jason Ons. That's never going to go away. That's a great show. Jason Ons is a wealth of knowledge and a great former professional bodybuilder in his own right. And that's it. All right. Till next time. Peace.